easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. on ESPN Lincoln. Back in the morning, it's Thursday. We're going to do a live check-in with one of our favorite people out there, and it's Salt Dogs manager, Brett Jody. Coach, what's going on? Man, what's going on, guys? I miss y'all. We miss you, too. We were just thinking the other day, like, you know what? Like, we're getting close. Did you know? Will just brought this up, and I hope this doesn't stress you out because I know you do a lot of stuff back home trying to get prepared. (laughs) You got 98 days. Is that what it is? I got my kids telling me how many days till Christmas every day, so I guess I might as well count down to the season. That comes first, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's 98 days, it will, right, to opening day, right? That's what the American Association uh, Twitter they, page tweeted out. So I'm 98 days. I think they're a good source I know, on that. I know that. When, you, when you turn the new year, it starts going downhill quick. It does come fast. It does. It does. I didn't want to stretch out because I know, like, you're back home, you got the family, and I hope they're all doing well, and then school's going well, and the holidays were great, and... Yeah, your list. You're like, oh crap! I only got ninety something days. I got to get this list finished up. I know. See, now, now you're making me hustle, man. <laughs> the, the the biggest thing on my list is making sure I can put a squad together and, and, a, and a good squad. So that's that's where I get the most stress from, I guess. The rest of the stuff it kind of gets me out of some of the jobs that I have to do around here. So that's that's a good thing. Hey, also I want to ask you: This is my um, today is Groundhog Day, and I know that you pitched. You were a pitcher, um, and being a manager, I think that there's a little bit of probably OCDness in yourself. I love Groundhog Day just for that reason. Yeah, it, it, there, there definitely is. You know, I'm not a superstitious guy. I'm definitely – I don't like to call myself uh, – well, I guess repetition is, is a little yep. bit different. But, yeah, you learn certain things and characteristics or maybe something didn't work or something did work, and, and it makes you start doing some crazy things. So, yeah, OCD <laughs> is, is probably a light term for what I have. I mean, even when I jog in the off season, I can – Step on any crack and stuff like that in line during the season. I can't step on cracks in the sidewalk or anything, which really makes for a tough, tough jog. If you watch me, where you're trying to you take longer strides and shorter strides, and that's not that's not good for distance because you can't get in a steady rhythm. So that's just one of the stupid things that I do. Oh no, coach, I get you. When I walk on sidewalks, I like. Oh no, I touch that. Oh no, I can't touch the next two. Oh wait a minute, in your stride, you're like, what is that guy doing? While he's walking. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. I, I say how many lines I don't hit on my normal stride will be how many wins we get in a row. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then if we hit if I hit two lines in a row, that's gonna be two losses. And so it's it's really dumb, man. But it it, it does happen and. I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, I got to quit thinking about that. You're exactly right. It, 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 uh, another thing to add on to the to the load during the season, but you got to, I guess that's what Miller Lite's for every now and then, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking well, this right in Nebraska, you know? That's right. Well, well, you know, we'll drink anything around here. <laughs> it's Nebraska, especially, especially right now because the temperature is in like the 20s and 30s all the time. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, I, I've I've actually paid more attention to some of the weather out there, and Charlie was telling me it was, I guess when it was getting close to zero here, which was un, unheard of uh, with the wind chill and everything. I think it was negative whatever out there, and I just like, what do, what do you do? Like, how do you how do you survive? You, do you go outside? I don't I don't understand how you even cope with that, but I don't know. We're talking to Salt Dogs manager Brett Jody, coach. Uh, it's good to have you back, and you know you're coming back for another year here, and. You know, I want to ask you what 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 was the process like thinking about it? Because I know you mentioned in the past, you know how you you really you think about your kids and your wife, and when it comes to you know taking a job somewhere other than where you live. So talk about what the process was like, and you deciding to come back for another year here in Lincoln. Yeah, it, it was really pretty cool. I guess this year, you know, we made a good run there at the end, mm-hmm. and and I don't know if that had something to do with it or what. And I don't like to be results oriented, where you know you go off on a pretty good note and you want to get right back in there. But I, I found myself highly motivated right after the season to, to really step back into it. And I remember telling some of our players even, because you can go through a little lull during the season with, with as many games as we play. Sometimes you come come to the park and, you know, you're not as into it or you're a little bit down or you got, you know, off-the-field problems or home problems or whatever the case may be. And, and I told the whole dugout one day during, during a game, I'm like, look, you know, and it's just a feel I got. I said, y'all may want to go home now and be done with baseball for the year or something. But I said – Give yourself a week or two, and you'll be itching to get back out of there and, and sitting there, you know, twiddling your thumbs and wondering what to do and, and wanting to get out there and compete again. I said, so just understand that fact now and understand the feelings you're having now are not real and put that aside. Let's go kick some tail, you know. And everybody kind of was like, yeah, that's true, and it is true. I mean, that's just how you feel. So so uh, even in my story this year, I, I didn't want the season to end. It was very fun to end the way we did and – and keep it going. And I really felt like, I know we lost in the first round of playoffs, but I really felt like we had a team that could compete for a championship this year. And I really mean that. Like, I've been on a lot of championship teams, and I, we had a good enough team to win. Uh, we got put up against a tough opponent in Kansas City at the beginning, and in a three-game series, that's really tough, especially when you got a guy on the mound for them that we've never scored a run against. So that that's tough. So um, that happened. But but uh but yeah the conversation was was uh being had the whole time with with Charlie and myself and the, and the plan was to to come back I got my blessing from from my kids again my wife not so much but my kids are are all about it my oldest daughter actually loves that I do that and she said as long as I can come with you I want to spend the whole time out there with you and I said come on you know you can you can do that uh which which she can't but I'd love for her to but uh the fact is I really do love Lincoln I love all the people uh that I work with and for uh, I love the the competition aspect of it. I, I want to try to win a championship, and that's the main goal. Uh, I love doing these radio interviews. It's just it's a lot of good people around there that that keeps bringing me back. And uh, it's not that I, I, I want to do something else, but but like you said, it is tough to be away and that that distance away. Um, and then I, I get you know every now and then, which I'm luckily so I get you know offered different jobs potentially or whatever that are not baseball related some things are baseball related but some things aren't and it makes you think like do you want to 
do I finally want to grow up and get a real career? <laughs> <laughs> or or do I still want to do the baseball thing? And I'm, I'm saying that jokingly. It is definitely a career, but it we we know how coaching can be. It's very he uh you know here one day gone the next potentially. So it's tough to to plan as a family and stuff like that. But I think you know Charlie and the organization are loyal to me, and and I'm very loyal to them uh, right now. So you know, hopefully I'm doing this another ten fifteen years. But I know I'm coming back in 2023. That's what we can focus on now, and and uh, you know hopefully it'll work out where I'm there for a long time to come. That's good stuff. We're excited to get you back. Hey, also in this process, uh, you know, obviously a lot of stuff. Um, happening in Lincoln as well with not just the salt dogs everything but they I think there's new turf going in all that good stuff but also there's a new component uh to the madness for you guys obviously Charlie the president done a great job with the, the organization whether it be players and uh the staff that he's put together but now you're going to have a an official general manager in this mix in Shane Tritz have you had a chance and to get to meet him and then how integral of that new position now that it's not charlie but it'll be shane doing that for you guys yeah so that i think that's really cool because charlie does so much for the organization and 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 not that he's run thin because he he can handle it but man i feel bad for him as much as he's on the go i I swear he sleeps like three hours a night and he's always available no matter what time and he'll he'll run to the office at midnight and send out a contract if he needs to And, and it's just it's it's awesome that he he works with you and, and so great to work with and such great work ethic. But you feel bad that he's pull you know wearing so many hats. So I think Shane will be able to take some pressure off of Charlie and and uh, and I think it's a much needed move to have somebody else in there that that is is you know has a great reputation as a GM and can handle a lot of the uh, the major responsibilities of running a club. Uh, and I, yeah, I was fortunate to meet Shane. Uh, last year, at the, at, towards the latter part of the year, uh, when they kind of brought him on and and started to get him used to the ropes a little bit and, and kind of accustomed uh, to everything around Lincoln and and he was in Sioux City for a while too. So, you know, if you can run things over there, you should you should definitely be able to run things in Lincoln. And and uh, he's done a, a great job so far. I've, I've still been primarily dealing with uh, with Charlie on everything. And I asked Charlie that. I mean, do you want me to still deal with you, or you want me to move to Ch- Shane, or how how they want to. Handle it, and I'm sure I'll be dealing with Shane more during the season. Uh, but for right now, still doing, dealing with Charlie uh, primarily, and and I think you know I think Charlie enjoys that too, uh, being heavily involved and, and wants to know what's going on as well. And he, you know, he, he's very passionate about what he does and wants wants the best for Lincoln and the, and the, the organization, the organization and ownership and fans and everybody. And and uh, and he's he's done a very good job at it for a long time. So. I feel still, you know, very comfortable working with Charlie as well. But uh, but Shane seems like a great guy, and I'm I'm very happy he's uh, he's a part of the club. We're talking to Salt Dogs manager Brett Jody, coach. You mentioned how you know you're kind of starting to put together a roster. Kind of you know give us an idea of what that looks like, especially when you're not exactly here in Lincoln. I mean, what's the process like when you're trying to get a roster together? I noticed that you are bringing some guys back, and especially some names that people are going to remember. But, yeah, how, how are you kind of putting together a roster right now, and what's your thinking? Yeah, so usually I wait till the turn of the new year, and I start contacting guys from the previous year. And the fact is we had, a, like I said, a really good team that I think could compete for a championship by the end of last year. Now, we can't possibly get all those pieces back if things happen, people retire or move on or get picked up or or whatever the case may be, but there are a lot of key pieces that I would like to bring back from that team. Uh, and we brought up back a lot of the young guys so far, and uh, I was able to sign Nate Sampson yesterday, who's a guy that's been in the league for a long time. We had you know, just briefly last year at the end of the year, he didn't even play much because I had loyalty to my other guys, but 
but uh, he's a guy that we got wrapped up yesterday. I'm very excited to have his veteran leadership, and, and he was great just while he was there for that short amount of time, uh, providing some, some much-needed leadership. So, um, But, yeah, I checked with the, the players from last year, kind of tell them what we're thinking. I want to see what they're thinking. Uh, if they're all on board and I'm all on board, then, then we go ahead and offer them and, and try to sign them up right then. Uh, sometimes you can run into some, into some money issues or – yeah, you know, I have a couple guys actually that are looking at another team in the league because that's where they live. Um, and I've always been that way, even when I was in New Jersey coaching. Even if it's one of my studs or something that he wants to go somewhere else because his family lives somewhere. I mean, I understand it. If I had a chance to coach a team like Lincoln in South Carolina, I would probably do it. You know, that's just that makes sense where the family can come there all the time. I can go back home. You know, different things like that. So I try to be. Uh, I try to work with those guys and, and grant their wishes as much as possible. Um, but there, yeah, there's a lot of lot of lot of tape you got to go through, a lot of calls, a lot of work, and then you're dealing with new guys too. And I'm in the process of of contacting a bunch of new guys and and trying to get them interested in Lincoln. And and it's uh, it's still a, a weird world as far as uh, baseball players and guys wanting to sign and availability of players. And you know, I'm hoping, I, you know, I say this, I hope there's some releases made out of camps this year. I, I don't, not that I like to see releases made, but that's good for us as organizations in independent ball, so we can we can sign these guys and have the opportunity to further their careers. But the last couple years, there have not been many releases, and if there are. There's just a few, and every team's on them, and it makes it very difficult. So still trying to navigate the terrain and, and, and understand what it's going to be like. There's been years where I've been bombarded where you have hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of names to go through. And then this year it hadn't been quite as many, but it's been steady where I'm going through some, and I have guys that I'm talking to, and, and we're doing research on each other. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll all come together at the right time. But just because our season starts at a certain time doesn't mean those guys are going to be ready to sign by a certain time. So you, it's always a puzzle. you got to put it together, and it's, it's different every year, and different players have different needs, and, and families have different needs. And it, it, it makes for a, uh, you know, it can be stressful. It's not as stressful as it used to be for me. Um, but you, you gotta you gotta work diligently. I do some at least some baseball stuff uh, every day, uh, at least a few hours worth, pretty much, um, just to make sure I'm on top of everything and trying to put the best best roster I can together with uh, with a tough uh, tough um, budget. It's a very tough budget to work with, and 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 you know that that creates other challenges that are a whole nother conversation. Coach, when you look back and you're assembling this year's roster, uh, how much do you look back last year and go, okay, uh, this is where we might have, could have been stronger in this department? Uh, do you take into account when you look ahead, it could be in the pitching rotation, it could be uh, needing an extra all-day, you know, everyday type utility player. How much of that do you look back and go, all right, okay, let's, let's make it up this way this year? I think you're constantly learning, but but uh, understand this: like d- during the season, you could ask me any interview we do. I know where our weaknesses are and where our strengths mm-hmm. are, and what we could use to get us over the top. Now that doesn't that's not 100% foolproof, but I do have a. I always take pride in having a very good feel of the of the pulse and 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 what we need uh, to kind of get us over. Uh, to, to help us win some ball games. The problem is you can't always find that, right? So that, yep. that's where the problem lies. I mean, everybody you talk to can use an extra power hitter and a, and a, and a stud starter, right? That's usually what you, <laughs> what you, you could use, but that's just, that's kind of 101 or whatever. But, you know, last year I knew what we needed and it took a little while to get that. And we were able to get some pieces back, add some new pieces. And man, it was just like, 
you could see us coming out of the, the hole a little bit, and it was exciting to see. And I was just hoping we came out in enough time, which we barely did, but we did. Uh, and we were kind of clicking there at the right time. And that's why I'm saying I've, I've had teams that have kind of sustained all year, and you've been pretty good, and you win a lot of games, but you're just not quite hot enough at the end. I felt like last year we kind of were – but it's playoff time, a three-game series, and, and, and now you got to have some key hits with, from some key guys and some good pitching performances and stuff like that. we got one good pitching performance, and we got one that wasn't. So, um, you know, that made it kind of tough for us. But, um, but, yeah, you constantly learn. And, again, with this budget, it's not like you can just go out and get four top-of-the-line starters and, and two closers to compete and, and a bunch of stud offensive guys. you got to be very selective with how you spend your money, you, you can't miss on those veteran guys, and then you have to hit, especially now on a lot of young guys. And I've, I've been, I did a lot last year. I'm doing a lot this year so far. I got a lot of young guys that I've enjoyed the conversations with, that I'm looking forward to working with, that I've seen film on, that I've done some research on, that I feel good about. And are they going to take some lumps? They are, but how quickly can they learn and adjust and grow? And if they can do it fairly quickly – then I like my chances with them. The other thing that's really new this year, and I've adapted to it, or not this year, but over the last few years, the draft is only 20 rounds. And so you're seeing a lot of guys that are not getting drafted now that are really good. Where we used to make a living assigning players in independent ball that are like, you know, 25 to 35 rounders. And those guys are not getting drafted at all anymore, so they're available. So we're trying to sign those guys before they make it to A ball or anything like that. Uh, and so usually you want the guys that are coming out of affiliated ball. Now we're signing guys that maybe never even made it that are coming out of college, but they're actually really good players. So you're trying to sort through that, too, and that's a new dynamic that's happened over the – especially the last two, three years, I would say. So it's, it's very interesting. I mean, obviously I want a triple-A guy that's a career 290 hitter that, that hits you know, 15, <laughs> 20 homers a year, but those guys are not out there right now. Uh, so it, it becomes uh, tougher and tougher, but I enjoy it. It, it creates some more uh, – more problems to kind of kind of figure out and and uh, and make a roster. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting for you guys to navigate through that, and it's getting exciting around Lincoln just because you know we're getting a chance to talk to you. You're not too far away from being back. We got Husker baseball kicking off. It's uh, super exciting uh, right now around Lincoln. Hey, I also and a new for, football coach, right? New football. I mean, come Matt, on. Yeah, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Yeah, He's a hot yeah, topic. that was my pick to click the whole time. I figured he'd get fired over there in, in the Panthers because <laughs> we read about him all the time, but. Uh, and I, I thought that'd be a great, great pickup for for Nebraska football. So I, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm happy about that. And, yeah. and 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 we got Nicholas Harbor at South Carolina. I'm a South Carolina guy, so that was a big recruit we picked up. I don't yep. know if you heard about that. Yep, we did. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, interesting for me because you know I'm from Charlotte and I live I lived out there a long time and born and raised and I have a bunch of a bunch of family back there. And they're all like, aha, you got Coach Rule. I'm like, all right, yeah, we'll take him. We'll take him in the college yeah. ranks. Yeah, in college, absolutely, 100%, I'd take him. So uh, one more before we get you out of here because we haven't had a chance. It's been a while. Uh, tell me you did not finish in last in fantasy football and lose to anyone you didn't want to lose to. <laughs> so I finished third. I okay. actually finished with the uh, second, second uh, most points in the league and the second best record. Uh, I fell behind. Ashwig was number one in the regular season. I did beat him in the regular season. I beat him in the playoffs to finish third, but we uh, neither one of us uh, finished in the top two. Uh, so he probably had three or four losses on the year, and then two of them were to me. So, so I'm happy about that, and I will brag about that, and hopefully he's listening. 
because um, that was his main goal in life was to beat me this year, I think, and it did not happen. But yeah, I felt like I had the best. Every week I was favored. I was I had a I had a stud team. I thought, and just you know how it comes down to the playoffs, just like real life. Mm-hmm. It just whoever performs that day and doesn't get injured and things like that, and it just didn't quite didn't quite work out for me. But uh, but yeah, I had a really good year and um, you know got that first round bye even so. But I uh, came up a little bit short. Third doesn't get me any money, but uh, it's better than fourth, I guess, right? That's right. That's right. Well, Coach, man, thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. Can't wait to get you back to town and uh, do this on a regular basis with you, man. Take care of yourself and that family, and we'll see you real soon. That sounds good. Great catching up with you guys. Thanks, thanks Coach. Coach. Salt Dogs manager, Brett Jody. Good stuff right there, man. He sounds excited. And that's he always does. He does. He just comes on here, and I love the like. I think he's learning. Like he's loving Lincoln. Now he said it. Like the the community, how it embraces, and even doing the shows with us. Yeah. Well, and you know he's he's had some success. He's done some good things. Think about, you know, getting us to the playoffs first time since 2017. Mm-hmm. The run he made last season to make the playoffs that was impressive. It's so interesting, and I get um, how they have to navigate. Like he talked, but it's tough budget. This yeah. isn't, you know. Not that they're in trouble, but this is not flush of cash. We're paying da 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 and letting yeah, all this stuff hang out. It's not the MLB. You got to navigate this like it's a puzzle, like you said. So it'll be interesting to see what the puzzle looks like yes. uh, when Coach gets here. So good stuff. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We come back to a little special edition Thursday. What's trending at ten? <laughs> <laughs> 